This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 8, Episode 3, titled The Supermarket Ball. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two amatory co-hosts. First from the podcast pod is my co-pilot. Please say... You know, I don't usually go to the supermarkets. We're always eating out. We eat out every night. I mean, <laughs> who's really cooking I in their fucking it. house? <laughs> what do you mean you knew it? Came to the latte boy, by I the way. I knew that was the one you were going to pick for me. I knew it. When I heard her say it, I'm like, that's that's clip zero. That's clip zero for me. Jerk. <laughs> <laughs> and from the Afterthought Media podcast, The Tea, his, the wildly popular yet wildly unpopular with Jay Ellis is a recorded tea, Mr. Jay. Oh, we're going to have to say, what did you do, Mrs. Davis? To Jay Ellis. <laughs> Hello, Jay. How are you? That's right. I am Mr. Tasha Davis. You are. <laughs> the secret is yeah, out. The here secret I am is official. <laughs> I will say, we'll talk about it. Jay was on the episode. Uh, but, oh, we will talk about it. We will talk about it. I don't know what yeah, you're referring yeah, yeah. to, so I'm excited oh, to yeah. hear. Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, anyway, let's uh, jump right into this. Before you do, though, Taylor and I, well... I thought it was an interesting conversation just between us girls. Taylor, at the end of it, told me he hates talking about politics. And I got schooled, JL, schooled hmm. about uh, about this by Taylor. But if you want to see him school me, go over to patreon.com slash afterthought media and join at the whatever level gets. I think it's executive level and above gets uh, just between us girls or... Also, if you don't want to deal with Patreon, just swipe up and go to the subscription on Apple Podcasts and download there and you can get your fill. Jay Ellis did not want to be on it today. <laughs> and I am such, uh, I have my PhD in Jay Ellis so much that when he told me earlier, see any other human being. So this is what happened. I get a text from Jay and it says, listen, I'm going to be running a little bit late with uh, watching the episode just by a few minutes. So just go ahead and do just between us girls without me. I'll just join after. And I knew I could just ask Taylor to move in a few minutes and they would be fine. But I knew that, that would cause so much agita with this Jay Ellis. What you call No, 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 no. Don't do this. Don't, don't. Not for me. Not, not for, for me, Jay Ellis. Don't I would do never it. do that to Taylor, first of all. I know that this commitment is hard. And I do not want to make any different subtle changes to this. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. Why are you throwing me under the bus with well, I this? I have to pass the blame that somehow. <laughs> That I is, can't be that the one true. who's in trouble. <laughs> yeah, that is true. To Taylor, this is the hardest job. Like, so effing hard. It's like, let me tell you this. The people who saved the little. Slightly. The, Thank you. The people, who saved, <laughs> the people who saved those children in a cave had an easier job than Taylor. Yeah. Wow. By the way, you know, on the season premiere, we premiered this song called 9 to 10. All the afterthoughts <laughs> loved it. <laughs> it was very it was great it was good it is is very good i'm just not sure how i'm going to be able to lean back in this chair with this knife in it <laughs> <laughs> whoopsie uh to be fair i just finished <laughs> the episode maybe 10 minutes ago so it's real fresh in the head i'm, I'm excited and amped to talk about this episode uh, jay i have bad news for you i forgot to tell taylor jay called me earlier in the week and he goes you know it's a ball right and I go, oh, I know. And he goes, so are we going to talk about the looks? I go, not really. I go, I'll tell Taylor. And then I never told him. Great. I'm glad that I took notes on every single fucking <laughs> I, look then. Thank you very much. I also much. have notes in preparation just because I thought that that message may not be translated. So we're in good, <laughs> we're in good shape. 
All right. This week, the girls are having a ball at the supermarket for this week's maxi challenge. The girls will walk the runway in three grocery-inspired looks. In the end, Darian Lake and Mrs. Kasha Davis land in the bottom, while Jessica Wilde is named the top all-star of the week. As this week's challenge winner, Jessica is forced to duke it out against lip-sync assassin Raja O'Hara in a lip-sync battle for their legacies. In the end, Jessica Wilde wins the lip-sync and 30,000 doulas. She also earns the right to name the queen going home this week. After pulling the lipstick out from her bra, she reveals that she has chosen to send home Mrs. Kasha Davis. Ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's start with our very special guest. Uh, Jay Elizabeth Ellis. Go ahead, Jay. Two things you liked, one thing you did not. My number one thing, and you're going to have a hard time talking me off this ledge, but I am so excited to see Jessica Wilde back on my TV. I love this queen. I might be a little biased because when I worked around West Hollywood, she always was working the bars also, so I just have an affinity toward this woman. I love Jessica Wilde. I thought that she had a really great episode. So that's my number one thing. I also really liked this category for the balls. I or for the ball. I kind of I mean, it was unique. I feel like there was room for camp or room for fashion. Like we don't always get that with some of the balls that are thrown on this show. So I thought that it was a really creative mm-hmm. one. And people took the the prompt and went their way with it. The thing I did not like, and this is kind of the major aspect of this episode, the judging that seemed so bizarre like it just felt like they can rationalize how they want now and they're just not hiding it anymore and i feel like it's just we're seeing producers pulling queens through different ways after buzz we called it dick in the soup uh and i feel like you can see the dick in the soup floating to the top okay okay all right well (laughs) table of a latte boy uh what are your two things you like and one thing you didn't I'm going to switch it. I'm going to do two things I do not like and one no. thing I do. That's, I don't well, so. know if I'd really call that a switch, but okay. It seems to be <laughs> your modus operandi, but okay. No, that's not true. That's not true at all. Um, one thing that I do not like is we seem to be the new trend of the tit bib. I'm tired of like the the rubbery like chicken cutlet looking big boob things. I mean, we managed to go through many many seasons of Drag Race in which there was an illusion there, in which there was just some slight padding in a bra or something, and it was it didn't have this like just pornographic look to it of where it's just these enormous you know knockers coming at you Mm -hmm. so that's something that it because I think it takes away from the artistry of some of these women because. Unfortunately, now, a lot of them aren't very good at wearing them. So it's a distraction from the drag because you can either see the sides of it or, as we saw last week on RDR, Alexis Michelle's kept, like, bending when she was when she was talking yeah. and stuff. Um, so in that regard, I did not like that. I cannot remember the second thing that I did not like. But I can say the one thing I did like. Let's hear it. And that would be, I thought that as far, uh, kind of dovetailing on what Jay said, as far as some of the looks go, some of the best ball looks I think we've ever seen on in a ball. And the the polish of some of the um, unconventional challenge looks was amazing to me. Some of them I thought were like just like you did that in two days, which I also get probably not. But it just was that some of them were really, really good, which made the ones that were really bad that much yeah. worse because they just look like garbage heaps. What about you, Joe? What were your two things and one thing you did not I, I'm like? I'm going to put right off the bat, just, and there's no need for me to elaborate because you guys have both said it. I liked the the challenge topic. I don't know if I necessarily category, but I don't know if I necessarily liked all the execution, but I liked it as an idea. Number mm-hmm. two, I actually usually think, like there was someone who did it recently. I think it was um, Yara Sophia. Did a lip sync with the boobs. And I everyone was raving about it. I'm like, it's so stupid. It's just the whole fucking thing is the fucking boobs, right? I don't know what it was about the way Jessica Wilde did this lip sync with the boobs, where I thought it was super funny. I was legitimate. I wouldn't say I laughed out loud, mm-hmm. but I was snickering uh-huh. and I was like, this is so stupid, right? With the boobs. It was <laughs> it was weird because it was one of those weird things where it was so on the nose that usually you'd groan, but somehow she managed to carry it in a way that it came back around and was funny. I don't know. She did a fantastic job with the kind of lip sync. 
I can t- I can tell you what the difference was between that and Yara Sophia's sure. is that this one with um this one with Jessica was fun. Yeah. She seemed like she was having fun with it versus when Yara Sophia did it. Yara Sophia was like doing it in this very aggressive, angry <laughs> oh, way. Oh yeah. That was sort of disturbing to watch because you'd also seen her wear those wear those boobs like multiple times during the 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 previous episodes before she yeah. won. Mm-hmm. So it was sort of like old hat. Whereas this, you weren't necessarily expecting that when she took the when she took yeah, the cover. Yara was off. aggressive with those tits, and Jessica, yeah. Jessica, I think the right. the balance was that she was just walking, and the amount of bounce that they had just with a step was shocking. And I, it, yeah, to I thought that this lip sync was well. Well, I'll talk about the lip sync when we get there, I guess. But yeah. let's talk about it now. Okay, the okay, uh, the way it was edited was weird. I feel like I didn't see a blink of Raja the whole time, and I was like, why did you bring her here? If, I mean, we really only needed five seconds of jessica walking and we knew who was probably gonna win but yeah you know but that right. that was my opinion and like i said i'm a jessica apologist so here we are i had you talking about the lip sync here because i find often because i'm so ready to get off the fucking show that i'll just like gloss over the lip sync yeah and so i wasn't sure i'd get back to it so um uh, and the thing i didn't like and we are going to cover this in detail in about a second you know, there are a lot of, one of the things about this season and the casting is there were a lot of my l- least favorite queens. A lot of these queens on this season have gotten the, this Candy Muse or this James Mansfield or, you know, this, uh, well, I'm probably somebody else, right? But I never had Kahana Montrese on there. And now she, I'm very quickly not liking her. There, It's, it's all the time with the plastic surgery. And we're going to talk in a second about something else. But uh, yeah, Kahana Montrese, not one of my favorites. I'm not really, really, really digging her. And so with that, on that, after Nasha's elimination, the girls re-enter the workroom and Jimbo wipes off Nasha's lipstick mirror message. Over on the couches, Kahana reads off the vote tally and confronts Jessica, Darian, and Kasha about who voted for her to go home. Uh, the next day, Lala struggled with her confessional pillow. Meanwhile, James reveals she's into bondage and the girls discuss their own experiences with the sex swing. Finally, RuPaul entered the workroom to announce this week's maxi challenge. It's the supermarket ball, and it will consist of three looks. The first is the dairy-inspired legendary look. The second is Fruity Patootie, which is inspired by fruit. And finally, Supermarket Supermodel, which is a look that requires the queens to create garments out of items found at the supermarket. In the workroom, Jimbo vows to not... Let's stop right there. Even though it's not a talking point, let's talk about something else because there's a lot of reading. <laughs> We're going all the way up to the ball, basically. Well, yeah, kind of, because... <laughs> the song, Coconuts by Kim Patrick. Yeah. This is why I'm stopping here for a second. Maybe we'll do a little quick uh, thing here. Is That's sort of been the problem with this, these episodes. Is so I, What I like to do is I like to just sort of like come up with my head, like, where is there enough stuff to talk about? Yeah. Does that make sense? And at this point, uh-huh. even though I've read a lot, there isn't really a lot to talk about. And that's sort of been the problem with these episodes is that they're boring. I woke up early this morning and I, and like, it was at that weird time where you're like, I might as well stay up. I think it was like six or something like that. Right. Uh-huh. And I was like, Oh, well I'm up. I'll watch drag race. I did not watch it with the intention of putting me back to sleep. And by <laughs> the elimination day, the bump, 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 woke huh. me up. I was like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, for the runway. Oh my God, yeah, my, yeah. my seam ripped. Yeah, I was like, I was sleeping and then it, it went, you know. <laughs> he just wakes up and goes, I glued my dress to my mannequin. Yeah. <laughs> what? what, what, what? <laughs> Yeah, these episodes are really, really boring. All right, in the workroom, Jimbo vows to not look like a clown while Mrs. Kasha Davis worries about her sewing skills. Jessica celebrates the fact that it is her first ball. James is excited to show off her skills. Lala wants to prove herself after the bag look. Candy doesn't know where to start. And finally, Lala tries to find some privacy in order to cement her alliance with Heidi. Okay, so here, here are the talking points, unless you guys have other ones to discuss, that we can talk about. Let's talk about... Because I know I want to talk about it, Kahana and the vote and confronting the people who didn't vote for her. Um, I mean, I guess if you want to talk about the sex wing, we can talk about the sex wing. I didn't think that was that interesting. Uh, and then, yeah, then there's a bunch of stuff that happened. The workroom actually segment was very long. There's a lot of stuff that happens there. Why don't we start with the man in the second chair, Mr. Taylor the Latte Boy. How are you, Taylor the Latte Boy? What do you got here? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. Um, 
He's in a swing right now I for the thought, record, so I think yeah. he's going to want to talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually wrote down as they were talking about it, no, I've never been in a swing. Because I figured that would be asked at some point. So I just was we I just figured I would prepare yeah. for well, that. Well, here's the deal. If um, Alexis asked it in a way that was like, I want to talk about this. She wants she people like, yeah. to know that she's been in a yeah. sex swing. That's the only reason. Uh, question. Has anybody here been in a sex swing? <laughs> yeah. And then raises her, <laughs> shoots, shoots her hand up. Yeah. It's Shot like her hand up. When you play, I've never, and you're like, you want to ask ones where you're like, I've never been in a threesome. <laughs> oh, I have to drink because I have. It's just like when you want to yeah. like <laughs> brag about something you've done. It's that. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah. Taylor. Okay. You know what the that's thing okay. with never that's have okay. I ever, that, or that's those drinking games and stuff like that, or yeah. is why is there like, I will fucking lie to a bitch to her face, but there's some sort of like social code that you don't lie. And I specifically, the way I came out to my friends, Liz and Mercedes and Katie, was I had carried the secret. I mean, that I, I mean they must have known I was gay, but what I'm saying, I actually came out in college. We were playing that game and um, Mercedes, and I knew that Mercedes and I had hooked up with the same person. Mercedes didn't know. And he looked like Michael J. Fox. Now. And um, <laughs> now. <laughs> Let me tell you the best hand job ever. Anyway. <laughs> I hope that's still funny when you're in hell, but okay, yeah. Anyway, uh, so someone to get Mercedes to drink said, I've never hooked up with someone that looked like Michael J. Fox. And I didn't, I really didn't want to come out until I was just very like, but why did I have this allegiance <laughs> yeah. to really drink? I don't know what it was. And so then they were like, which was even which was even more attention getting that if he just like, took a sip and went, oh no, wait, I yeah, did, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Maybe, yeah, like, maybe subconsciously, I really did. You have integrity. Now we found that yeah. out. You're you're not willing yeah. to lie in a game. Yeah. Uh, finally, we finally find out he has integrity after ten plus years. Okay, so Taylor, I've interrupted you multiple times. I'm sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. James um, Mansfield, though, in a when, swing. <laughs> Seriously, can you imagine that you walk into a sex room and it's just James Mansfield like, I'm not, I'm not asking in a swing. <laughs> right? I don't think I imagined when I did James Mansfield in drag, but now that's how I will picture that for the rest of my life. Chateau Marmont never had these. Isn't she like yeah. her whole thing is like yeah. old Hollywood? This girl can't help yeah. it. Um, I thought Kasha's I reason my for her vote. Rita Hayworth. Anyway, sorry, you call, you call Kasha's. What do you call Kasha's asshole? I'm sorry. Kasha's. No, I didn't call Kasha's asshole anything. I call it home. Yeah. Um, I thought her reason seemed very genuine. Like she, th- there was. There's something about the older when the older queens talk versus the yeah. younger queens talk that felt that feels very where they're like they don't give a mm-hmm. shit like they're just going to kind of say things and I thought Kasha saying like look it was emotional I love you I went with emotion I didn't necessarily think it through and it sucks you're talking about voting for Kahana and yeah. I I t- talking about not voting for Kahana okay. um <laughs> not the swing she wasn't voting yeah. for the swing it's weird to me. She wasn't didn't have the swing vote. God damn it! That way. I should have oh. said that first. Joe, right. that. Uh, I think that it's <laughs> bizarre that we're there's throwing the term track record around on episode two. Like Kahana goes, my track yes. record speaks for itself. Malt, you were in the top once. <laughs> like that does not a star mm-hmm. make at this point yet. Like I feel like we have a long way to go before you can really start hammering in that point if you're going to go off of elimination. It's very, um, I've won three challenges, Lucy LaDuca last season when it was two minis oh, yeah. and a main kind of thing. But I, I and then I, I won the most iconic challenges. So I really feel like I should be doing being seen a lot more. It's it's the same mm-hmm. idea. Two minis and a main is what how Taylor proposes his threesomes on Scruff now. <laughs> okay. Anyway, Maybe. I want to talk about this kind of thing. <laughs> this fucking bitch, let me tell you. don't hold back people can vote for whoever they want to vote for there is no official track record thing there is no official anything you said kosh explained it very well i thought jessica wilde gave a very explanation that Mm -hmm. uh 
Nasha was her sister. Was it Nasha? Yeah. Nasha yeah. was her sister. Yeah. And she couldn't vote for her no matter what. There was no, even if she knew she was the worst, she couldn't vote for her. That was her sister. And Kahana is like, you went, like, but essentially, like, everybody knows it's officially track record. I'm like, when? Yeah. And that n- emotion should never play a part in it. And I feel it's always these people. It's always these people who eventually down the road, emotion's going to become a part of it. Mm-hmm. And also, here's the deal. Kahana won a couple weeks ago. And on Tuck, we saw, she goes, she took, you know, um, Beverly Hills aside and... <laughs> Not Beverly Hills. <laughs> she took Beverly Hills aside and said, like, give me your reasons why you should stay. And she took Darian aside and tell me why you should stay. Yeah. But if it's track record and if motion's not involved, why take why take him aside to begin with? So why so we should just get away with the untucked interview, which I'm for anyway. But I yeah, I wrote the same thing. I'm like not getting emotional. Wasn't it a week ago she had two girls crying at her, begging her to stay? And you have to take that into consideration yeah. too. Yeah, this it's, is it's so stupid, and it's it's gonna come back and bite her in the ass. Jay, any other any other notes you have here? Uh, I I agree with what you guys have said. Um, essentially. My big point was uh, with the voting, we've done this before and it's just people are going to vote how they're going to see how they like you could borrow a shirt like Alaska Justified Mm -hmm. or you could be really Mm -hmm. fierce in the challenge. And that's what's going to it's up to the individual and you can't dictate it. Or is this a theory of where now these girls have watched seven or at this point, probably six previous seasons of Drag Race. So they know there's there's expectations of disagreements and mm-hmm. arguments and especially somebody like kahana much you know like we saw with alexis a couple weeks ago who's like going to be trying to claw for attention feels like well i have to make a bigger deal about this than i actually feel about it because that makes for good television because they all have to know i mean even you know kahana has voted there's an emotional aspect to it whether she wants to admit it or not but it's also where if they said if you know, um, Jessica and Kasha said, yeah, I voted for you and gave the reasons. And Kahana just sort of went, okay. And didn't make a big deal about it. You know, I, if you were to make that argument about last season with the all winners, I'd maybe consider it. But all these queens, every single one of them, there's not one spared from this. They're all so fucking thirsty for this win and for this validation from RuPaul. I think it comes from a genuine place where I think... They're afraid that one day they'll be the one sent home because, remember, she has a win under her belt. So she's doing well on the track mm-hmm. record. Just wait until the, uh, several people have wins under their belt and her track record's not as good. All of a sudden, it's not track record anymore. Mm-hmm. So uh, anyway, uh, the next day they walk in and Candy Muse is 100% dressed like someone who runs a vape shop. She has some open <laughs> and shirt what is that? with a gold chain, oh. and like, and she's—I don't know. I, you know, I don't like this candy music. So it's something I just wrote down. Now, so RuPaul makes the announcement, and, I, and you know what? Unfortunately, you guys aren't going to get to see it. I will put it in the video that's posted on Patreon. Oh, by the way, that's a really good point I should make right here for Patreon. Last season for season fifteen, we were posting the videos on YouTube, and they were gaining views every time. But it was a lot of work, and blah 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 blah. And I was like. I think I'm just going to make the videos a Patreon exclusive. So if you want to see these shows, the video for these shows, they're only on Patreon at all levels. There's no level that's not, well, basic level, but like premium and above, $5 and above gets you the videos. You get to see what's going on. I'm going to insert the video from the episode of this. But did you see, Taylor, that, you know, during the announcement for the Maxi Challenge, she has all these pit crew guys come in, right? Yeah. And there's this one that comes in on a bike. You know, I might have to pull uh-huh. it up and find it. I can do that, actually. This guy, this queen, looks so much like Jay Ellis. And I kept trying to get a whole <laughs> shot of him and everything. Like, um, and I was like, oh, my God. Jay Ellis is if on. It's a, if it's a white guy with a beard and that's the only similarity. I, I, I already am calling it that that's exactly what it was. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because that's all. You can just claim the person didn't look like you. Oh, he's right. Oh my god, I got it perfectly. Okay, I'm gonna share the windows. Right, it's right on Bryce. Um. Okay, so let me. I just. I just. How is Bryce still one of the pit crew? It's shocking to me. He's very popular. Is I don't he? know if he's necessarily popular yeah. because he's hot. I think people just 
like him because he's endearing. Do you guys see that? Like they associate him with the show, maybe. Uh, it's look okay. I you see Bryce. See it, yeah. yeah. All right. Because they don't show him that much. Okay. So Bryce has walked in. Another pit crew guy. The hot Israeli. Some other guy. Some guy, queen who's like really living for now. Here comes the guy. Jonathan. The guy. Oh yeah. Jonathan. Look, look at the mic. Look at him. <laughs> <laughs> They'll show the guy in the back again. Watch. It's so funny. And I was like, oh my God, JL, this is. <laughs> I guess the, the cat's out of the bag. I did a quick stint on in the workroom. Would you tell us? Oh, like, well, now he now there he is. He doesn't look like you at all, but just those quick shots on the bike. I knew it. <laughs> those quick shots on the bike, I was like, oh my God, Jay Ellis is uh That's the guy from Family Dick. <laughs> Would you, would you ever, somebody actually asked, somebody recently asked on Discord, like, is Jay Ellis really the guy in Family Dick? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Are you ready to confess that you are, Jay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, is, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Jay, never have I ever started a Family Dick video. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing with Jay's character on Family Dick, is it's. Which is more embarrassing? Which character? Also, we have a (laughs) recap to do. What's more embarrassing? Being in like a gay porn like Family Dick or the fact that you're fucking jailbait Austin Young? Like, which one is worse? Who's Austin Young? I don't know that name. No, you don't even want to look him up. You don't want that queen on your computer screen. Legitimately looks like Taylor, what, 11? Oh my God. Like 11 or 12. It's horrible. It's he. Unfortunately, I wasn't given that warning on an episode a couple seasons back, and was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, how do I how do I wipe this off of my uh, internet uh, history? You search? know, I found that they did this very controversial documentary on Austin Young, uh, like one of the little short documentary, like for like forty eight hours in England. Mm-hmm. It is so creepy because it's like something that he because you know he's actually quite old, not quite old, but much older than he looks. He's probably about twenty five. Wait, he, I don't see what he's saying. I, I've got a page of notes. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and he goes on there. He's like, I try and look young and I don't lift anything over five pounds. Like that whole thing where like everything he does is continue looking like young. Jay Jolie uh, found shaken. I was just going to say, so so Austin Young is actually Jay Jolie. Yeah. By the way, Alexis <laughs> Michelle makes this joke, goes uh-huh. <laughs> clean up on aisle three and then goes and then wipes the corners of my. What does that mean? Because if the cleanup is, it, is her it, mouth aisle three, like, <laughs> if the, in other words, that's what we're calling Alexis Michelle for the rest of the aisle season, three. aisle three. Because <laughs> presumably she got, if she's wiping the corners of the mouth, she got the quote unquote mess in her mouth. There's no cleanup necessary. I think the joke would have been, oh, you can cancel that cleanup on aisle three. Mm. You Was know? she saying this when Pit Crew came in? Is that the joke? That might be it. Oh, actually, okay. right. <clears throat> By the way, so. But then she did a thing where when, when the, uh, the ooh, she already done had hers, or somebody was talking, oh, $30,000, and she did this weird where she, like, kind of waved her hands and crossed her eyes, and it was oh, yeah. very ridiculous. Vaudeville. But, you know, she's, she's <laughs> brought, They're all making right, memes at this point. They're all trying to get that Alyssa Edwards, you know, attention. So he, here's mm-hmm. a weird thing, and you guys can go back, especially during this workroom segment, which is about six minutes long. I don't know how this bitch did it. But Alexis Michelle is in the background of about ninety percent of the shots, and they're t- you know they're talking to different queens, and Mich- Alexis Michelle is in the background in her twenties. I don't know why no one else is in their twenties except like her G string J Ellis brand twenties, yeah. and she's in the background the whole time walking around. Right? Anyway, that's why she consulted me before she went for All Stars. Yeah, she was like, "Jay, can I get some? Can I get some promo twenties?" Uh, right? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Lala pursuing this alliance with Heidi is so cringy. Mm-hmm. It's hard to watch because Heidi is doing everything to be diplomatic and like not what dance around it that she's already an alliance, you know? Uh-huh. The other thing too is they're like, uh, they're like, oh my God, we keep getting interrupted, right? And at one point Lala says, Abu, you focus on you. And I'm like, you're literally plotting <laughs> against them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't pay attention to us we're having a private conversation about how we are going to fuck you over like d- mind right. your own business also you've said that that workroom is so tiny is there any chance that the i, I mean call it tiny this is kasha davis it's smaller, than you, th- it's smaller heidi, than you think it is heidi could reach her arm out and touch uh mrs kasha davis at that point like they're not yeah. really saying anything right 
Well, you know, right. that's the thing. And the girls have talked about this. It's because, you know, they're also on ice when they're doing these kinds of things, mm-hmm. you know? And so even that, you can, if a person, they, they've talked about how, like, the person's talk really low for you not to be heard by the other queens. Okay. You know? So it's about the size. Well, I don't know. I think I heard the new one's a little bigger now they moved to Silmar. Yeah. But the old one was the size of maybe, like, the room when you, if you go to the gym and they have the, where they have, like, the the classes. Yeah. Okay. All it was right. Like that size. Yeah. So let me go okay. basketball court. Maybe like that. Right. That was the old one, at least. All right. It's uh, back in the workroom. Alexis confesses her crushes on Jimbo and Lala Ree, while Kasha reveals she once made out with Darian Lake. Jay, what would you rather see? Uh, you fucking Austin Young on Family Dick or Kasha Davis and Darian <laughs> Lake making out? I love their friendship. Do you know that they're like really, them and uh, Pandora Box are super old friends? All the three of them. Yeah. Uh, I, mm-hmm. I find them endearing. So I guess I, I think, I don't know who, I don't want to look up Austin Wolf Young. Wolf is Austin a different one. Different. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I would look up yeah, Austin Wolf. That name Wolf. came to me quickly. I, I have looked up Austin <laughs> yeah. Wolf. For some reason, that name was on the tip of my tongue, but uh, Austin yeah, Young, I don't want to, I don't even want to. No, no, no. no. You're, supposed, you're supposed to go on the tip of my tongue and then go. Clean up uh, on aisle uh, three. On the sides of your. <laughs> Future Joe, make sure to pull that. Uh, <laughs> Isolated clip. Thank you. Um, <laughs> just then, RuPaul entered the workroom for some table visits. Jimbo just wants to make RuPaul laugh. Darian explores colors other than black. Alex, Alexis, I'm sorry, doesn't want to go home on a ball challenge again. Jessica Wilde is worried about coming. Well, was worried about coming back. Uh, Kahana adjusts her silicone, and meanwhile, Tidy tears up over her grandmother. A hundred percent, RuPaul knew that the grandmother was dead. Yeah, and asked anyway. <laughs> Let's start with you, JLS. Any thoughts on these table visits? It's, it's, I bring this up every season, but it's wild to me that you could be like, and all I did was like, I crossed the synapses and I was able to cure blindness, but I also lost yeah. like 30 pounds and RuPaul's like, oh, how did you, how did you learn? Or how did you lose 30 pounds? Tell me about that. I'm like, there's nothing more fascinating to Ru than if you can learn lines and learning if you li- lost I was gonna weight. I going to say that. Learning lines. Learning <laughs> She's so lines impressed. And, and losing weight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. But the table visits, I mean, it, it was bizarre to me because you see Jimbo who's doing like getting an actual critique of I, I want to, I'm funny, but I want to give you guys fashion. And then there's some people like Kahana who uses the whole, we don't see anything critique about her outfits. It's about her plastic surgery. So it's just a bizarre table visit. There was no... All she talks about. I know. And I'm seeing it now that it's been pointed out by you that that is her storyline. Like, that is what we're going to get from Kahana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same. So I'm aware of it now, but it's also... uh, The table visits are always kind of bizarre with Rue because you always want to put in a good first impression, but I hate that we don't get all of them because you don't really get to see their interactions with Rue, which my favorite queens are the ones who are not intimidated by RuPaul. I think that's always a fun... You know, people who like Jimbo. I feel like Jimbo's at ease with RuPaul, like kicking with another drag queen. It's fun to yeah. watch. Taylor, what about you? Mm-hmm. Um, I the some of the laughs, especially with Jimbo, seemed very forced, <laughs> which I get. We're talking about yeah. RuPaul, but you know, you know, amazing actress Shantouse mm-hmm. RuPaul Charles. But it, it's where now I feel like there are times in which it's just so clearly where it she's just phoning it in with the laughing or something because she feels like she has to that it's it, kind of difficult to watch. Um, what were your thoughts? I'm, I'm going to ask Joe as a fellow man of size about what Darian was talking about as far as color and stuff, because I know that you you have your uniform, mm-hmm. which is black shirt, black pants, black shoes. Um, and I don't wear black pants or black I, shoes. I thought you always wore black jeans. No. Oh, well, black shirt. You always usually have on a I think black you're shirt. Mixing up. He wears black okay. socks, black thongs. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Cadillac. The boy, the time bomb. Go ahead. Um, what what are your thoughts regarding color? What are your thoughts? I because or well, no, we'll just start with color. Well, I, I do wear color. I actually wear color quite frequently. I just have more black shirts than anything. Here's the deal, and, and Darian didn't say it, is, at least for me, I don't, it's not necessarily that I think black shirts are more slimming, but I feel black shirts, because they don't have shadows or anything like that, uh, hide a lot of, you know, like, folds and whatnot that you want don't want to be necessarily highlighted, if that makes sense. 
So if you're wearing a light colored shirt, I mean, I do. I mean, I'm wearing a, a, a gray shirt. Um, you know, you know, that colorful uh, shade. Um, but uh, a black shirt, though, will hide any kind of it'll just be like this blob. And you'd, you'd rather just be an invisible blob. I don't sit there and think I put on a black shirt. And people just think, oh, my God, he's so thin. Well, what's your relationship with it, Taylor? Well, I'm going through, I love color. I love multiple, like, bright shirts. I love, you know, like, especially in the summer when all, like, the neon stuff comes back. But I also have been in a place in which I'm, like, me walking around in, like, a neon yellow shirt is terrifying, the idea of that. And kind of what you're talking about as far as with, you know, shadows and and all that kind of thing. I've noticed, though, as I've lost some weight, that I'm going down a size in, like, shirts and pants and things like that. And... It is, um, and I want to get like brighter colors and stuff like that, but there is the anxiety that I am feeling about that. Like the idea of spending money on something that is a size less, because the first place my thought, my brain goes to is, well, what if I gain weight? I won't be able to wear this anymore. I think every fat person has a closet full of clothes of all their sizes, aspirational and where they've been. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's still, but I mean, I had had those clothes before, so they're 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 still there. So I can just put them on if I, mm-hmm. you know, if I do lose the weight. But there are times that I want new things. Like I have been told by numerous people in my life recently that shirts that I have worn for years when I was sixty pounds heavier, like every almost every Thursday, I have lunch with a friend of mine uh, that you know, and when I come around the corner at the restaurant and go hi, she says that shirt's too big on you. You look sloppy. So I'm like, oh, and, and I'm well. How are you mm-hmm. doing? <laughs> kind of thing. So it is clothing and people of size. There is a relationship there that can be very uh, fraught with emotion and anxiety. I mean, everybody, but I, I'm speaking as somebody who's been, I've been 300 pounds. Now I'm like 240. So I mean, and, and I've still got miles to go before I sleep. But there is, there is still, even at that, there is a like... Okay, do I really want to try this shade and what's it going to look like? And it's very. Jay, do you want to weigh in here? <laughs> Pun intended. Uh, I think. Well, <laughs> my experience, I can talk about. Or I'm, I'm wondering if Darian means how it reads on uh, stage because I know that when you wear black on this stage specifically, it the shout like what Taylor's talking about the shadows and stuff are not catching. But I'm wondering if she watched back some of her looks from season six and just was thinking, Oh, that green just didn't compliment me or something. So if that's kind of her strategy going into this, but I don't know on a day to day. I mean, I kind of have a uniform as well, where it's basically a white tank top or a white t-shirt with jeans. Like I I don't stray too far from that ever. You Mm -hmm. know, let me ask you this question because where I thought you were going, I thought you were going to the, um, the part where RuPaul says, oh, you've lost all this weight and you've lost years. Like, you look a lot younger. I actually think Darian looks mm-hmm. older, but what do you guys think? I... Mm. I... The answer is yes. There are parts of her that she definitely... Her... Um, I, 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 there's something about this that I I don't know how comfortable I am critiquing up. parts of her body. No, I no, I brought up you. I brought up you. I have no problem critiquing Taylor, your I body. Have a text message. Like, I have a text message. I have a you saying, please bring up Darian's body. I just want to talk about it the whole show. Yes, that's exact. That's exact. Well, first of all, that's adorable that that joke is that I sent you a text message. But anyway, that is true. Uh, <laughs> that was true. He, Taylor charges. You know, this is like uh, international rate supply. <laughs> yeah, that's what I get with Taylor. He texts me. Hmm. <laughs> he immediately gets a he gets he gets a text message and a Venmo yeah. request with every single text message yeah. that I said. So I mean, I think that her, you know, her her jowls, for lack of a better word, they definitely I think age her. But I also think like the top half of her face, she looks slightly younger. She, but you can get plastic surgery to to get rid of that skin, you know. Oh yeah, but I mean. She better she win just some hasn't of them done that yet or is choosing not to. <laughs> um, but, you know, that, but that's one of my biggest fears about losing weight. Is not that that's what prevents me from losing weight, but I'm like, oh, is it, am I going to look a lot older? You know, I'm only 24. Mm-hmm. And so will it make me look, you know, gosh, like in my 40s or something if I lose the weight? Well, I know that that's, this is so off topic. I know that's Weight Watchers biggest thing is that you if you lose like a pound a week just with, you know, diet and exercise that your skin is able to kind of reshape because you're not like doing a dramatic everything is leaving at once. So your skin's like 
what happened yeah. to everything that was in my body. So that's yeah. why, I mean, my, uh, when my dad went through colon cancer, his skin was hanging because it just went from a, a normal sized person to, you know, mm-hmm. he, he shrunk into nothing, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I've been very fortunate with I. I have been taking Ozempic for mm-hmm. a while. Oh, oh Ozempic! I have, you, <laughs> you know. know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I've been very fortunate that I didn't get what they're calling Ozempic oh, okay. Um, because I have slowly lost it because I eat. I take Ozempic and I still like donuts. So, <laughs> so I've managed to kind of temper mm-hmm. the weight loss by some bad habits that i was supposed to get rid all right of. because we fucking talk a lot i was like oh on the next topic we'll i'll take a break and now it's 10 minutes later so why don't we take a break and when we come back we will talk about the rest of the episode are back it's elimination day and the girls get ready for the runway candy makes fun of kasha's cake uh lala and candy reveal re, i'm sorry revisit her bag look revisit lala's bag look darian has never been in a relationship and doesn't want to be in one this leads to a conversation among the girls about the value of singlehood finally the girls once again talk about the strategy of voting someone out taylor let's talk about let's start with you what are your thoughts here on um everything that, that uh, we just talked about the elimination day I thought the Darian discussion, and I feel like a couple of the other girls talked about it too, of just kind of being, you know, never being in a relationship and not wanting a relationship Mm -hmm. was very interesting. It sort of goes against what we're told from a very young age is that you're supposed to sort of pair off at some point. And I wonder how much of that may be um, self-preservation, where she maybe didn't necessarily have opportunities because of her size, because of what she does for a profession, you know, that sort of thing. And I am I just wonder if that became a, I'm not going to even bother look anymore, and then sort of fell, not fell into, that's not a nice way to say that, but just sort of came to embrace that as far as the, wait a minute, I can do what I want, when I want, who I want, you know, however I want. And this actually really, really works for me. It's It feels very similar in some ways to particularly straight people who very purposely do not want children. And they talk about how amazing their life is because they don't have to do all of the things that, you know, parents have to do. Jay? Uh, uh, my initial thought when this conversation happened, I was like, oh no, it's Darian's week to go. Cause we're getting a lot of story beats out. <laughs> I was thinking that about Kasha. Oh, well, then Ka- trying to be true. I thought that about then Kasha. Kasha said something and I was like, it's her week. I told Paul, I'm like, it's, Kasha's time to go. Like there is something said, and I can't remember what exactly it was, but I was like, "Bye, bye, Kasha." And I hadn't even seen any of the looks yet. Um, yeah, this was, you know, I think that's a good conversation for people to have because I, we are told as a society that you're supposed, you're meant to pair up, and I don't think it's. I mean, singlehood is good for some people too. I love my time being single, and I love my time being in a relationship. I think that we can contain multitudes. <laughs> I don't know where I fall in it. I've uh, before I started dating people. Uh, it was a long break before I started dating Cameron and then Cameron and then Aiden wasn't that long after I was very like, Oh, I'm fine being single. I love it. And then I got into it. And now there is, you know, it's, we, this is a whole fucking conversation, right? I, the answer is, I don't know where I stand. I don't know where I stand on relationships. Okay. I don't know where I stand on sex. I don't know where I stand on any of it. It's, it's very up in the air. And I, there seems to be this trend, too. Like, a lot of uh, the young gays, like me, seem to be... No, I... No, if I'm when being you're honest, 24. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, I'm 24. Yeah. Um, no, if I'm being honest, I think there were... I don't think it's... I don't think it's something that's new, but I do feel Gen Z is very good at being brave enough to address these issues. I think they've always existed, mm-hmm. you know? And so... Mm-hmm. There is a thing now where a lot of Gen Z, they're identifying as sides or as asexual or and all kinds of stuff. And I think that I've somewhere been floating in there. I don't know where it is quite yet. And I don't know what it is or anything. So I'm just sort of still floating and trying to figure it out. Uh, I think I that's do healthy. like being single. That means it's like a, a discovery that you're on. So that's good. Yeah, I do like being single, but I also yeah. miss sort of the intimacy of a relationship. 
you know? And I think a lot of times we as gay people both choose our families, mm-hmm. but also choose to mimic heteronormative relationships. I don't think that's necessarily the healthiest thing in the world either. All right. It is time for the supermarket ball. I don't like talking about the looks. I have some specific comments I have that aren't necessarily about the looks. So, uh, but I'll let Jay and Taylor actually took notes on the looks. So I'll let them sort of like, Taylor, why don't you take the lead here? Well, and Taylor, how did you, how okay. did you, I guess, rate this or what did you, so I can kind of follow suit. I just sort of wrote a little note next to just about all of them. But I mean, some of the notes are something like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some of them, there isn't, I mean, I could definitely, to- if you want to just like tutor boot, I, that's I can that's do tutor boot or I could do top three, bottom three. Because I, and if they were middle, I didn't write, I, you know, I don't have an opinion. Okay, so how about top three, bottom three for each of That's the what categories? I, yeah, nine total. Okay, so that way we're not talking about each okay. thing, but whatever. Or I could do. I also can do. I have toot and boot next to them too. I did copious amounts of notes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what, what are your top three from Legendary Queens first category? Uh, so my yes. number one look was Heidi as the milkmaid. That was my top two. That was my number one look. I thought it was stunning. A good reference. Um, I loved it. Uh, I have uh, Kahana, actually, as the cow, I thought was a really good look for her. I have a toot next to her. And my mm-hmm. other toot was Jessica Wilde as the Fruit Loop. Toot. I liked what I wrote for Jessica Wilde is I loved it. It was the only one that seemed to have color yeah. to it. Everybody else seemed to be very And organic. Like it their, felt, you know, it felt like a fun camp nod without it just being white. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, my three favorite looks, my top looks for legendary would be now this is going to be, this may be controversial, Mm -hmm. especially because of something that was said later in the episode, which I want to address is candy candies with the big collar. That was like the the splash Uh of milk. There was, I thought that was, I thought she looked great in that there was something about it was a very cool look. Um, you talked about liking Kahana's Mm -hmm. milk look. I kind of liked Alexis's more. Actually, no, I did like okay. Alexis's more. I thought there was more of a yeah. polish to it. Um, and I, uh, Heidi, Heidi definitely took this one for me as far as best look mm-hmm. of everybody. The one thing, the one critique that I have about it is I feel like we've seen this before with Gigi Good, where she was the ice cream lady with the with the little right. red nose. Um, whatever season that I don't even know what season that was, but those were, those were that. What were your three least favorite uh, in looks? this category? I have actually Alexis. I put boot question mark because I wasn't sure how to feel. It almost looked like a furry costume, that cow. Um, I have Lala looks like BB Rexa, which take from that what you want, but she was also on a bottom look for me. And then I felt that I put no next to Mrs. Kasha Davis. <laughs> Mrs. Kasha Davis was definitely one of my least favorite. I I did because I didn't get what she was supposed to be doing. The sour cream didn't read. I didn't get that. No, and she didn't necessarily say sour cream when she came down with the weird look on her face. And they they had to say, I don't get what you are with the weird hoop. She said it at the end, but not in a way, but not in a I'm sour cream kind of way. She said almost like a pun. So you you wouldn't think that that was what she was doing. You might know this. I, I did. I miss something. Like, why is that circle? And I thought she was a like saucer, like you would pour cream out of because of that hoop. I thought yes. that that was like a finger hole. I didn't get the re- the sour cream yes. reference at all because she had a <gasps> she had a, a sour oh, face on. She's sour and then okay. Wow, just clicked. Yeah. It wasn't successful for me. Yeah. Um, so I said that, I thought, geez, I'm trying to think I did. I didn't like Kasha Davis, Mrs. Kasha Davis either. I didn't like James. James mm. just felt like it was a James Mansfield dress and she had a wrap on with foam cookies. or like stuffed <laughs> yeah. cookies that was not, you know, necessarily anything great. And I don't necessarily have a bottom three. I just have a okay. bottom two because everybody else is like, it yeah. was okay. It was, it was nice, but. You know, no, nobody really like nobody really shit the bed except for uh, yeah. Kasha Davis. Um, can I jump in here? Because uh, this is the only no. category where I have a couple of comments, and they have nothing okay. to do with the looks. All right, one. Okay, and maybe this come from someone who likes to write song parodies and stuff like that. Michelle, go- Michelle s- said Muella Deville. I'm like, I would have gone with Cowella Deville mm. and not Muella Deville. Good one. punch up. Yeah. Two. How did no one on this motherfucking planet say? With Darian Lake, when she came down, 
she puts the dairy in Darian. <laughs> I was like waiting for them to say that, and no one said it. She yeah. puts the dairy in Darian. Real missed opportunity. Yeah. Those are my only comments I had. Okay. Thank you. Carry on. And then I'm not going to say anything anymore at all. I'm going to sit here and do work. This is a quicker category for me if we're on Fruity Patootie. Yeah, me too. I actually didn't have too many bad ones, so I'll just do highlight my top three, if that's cool. Um, I, I am the exact oh, same way. Okay, yes, cool. Okay. Uh, my absolute favorite, again, was Heidi as the strawberry with the harem pant. I thought that was fantastic. I, I loved it. I knew the reference. It read immediately to me. Um, I also have a star... I I liked Candy's idea here. I thought that the cherries was an interesting take. I love the headpiece. Uh oh, that's a shake of a head from Taylor. No, I did I did not yeah. like that one. Um, and then uh, <laughs> any reference that I can get from Jessica Wild about her acai, I love this drink, <laughs> is perfect to me. So I like Jessica as well. But everybody was pretty solid. The only I one that- love that drink. <laughs> What was that, Jessica? <laughs> Do you always drink? I love that drink. <laughs> Do you always drink during interviews? No, but I just love this drink. Um, the only one that was a big boot for me was uh, somebody came out looking like Katy Perry. Oh, James looked like Katy Perry a little bit, like in t- 2010s. And I feel like with the lemon outfit, I just didn't register it with me. Okay, here's the problem with that okay, outfit. tell me. Okay, so you're doing lemon slices why would you have where it is an actual like thin slice over the breasts where you could have the actual lemon cut in half so that you get the little nipple at like the ends of the <laughs> lemon where you true. could have it That's that way? True. Like that was such a missed <laughs> yeah. opportunity because you could put the you could put lemon slices all over other places so that you know right. you know what it is. But I I was I was disappointed with James for that. That was that I was like not that. a good move. Um, I'm pretty close to what you said, uh, Heidi. I thought it was a very interesting take on strawberry because the way that it ballooned out and then tapered at the legs, I thought was very interesting. I thought Jessica's was ve- that was like possibly one of the prettiest times I've ever seen Jessica look. She looked really. Because I always think Jessica kind of looks sort of very angular and kind of mm-hmm. hard sometimes. And I thought that the way with the hair and everything, she looked beautiful. And I got to say, Kahana's banana outfit, yeah. I thought was just absolutely, it was, it was, she looked amazing in it. Yeah. There was another banana. I, who was the other the banana? banana was uh, Darian. Did the banana split? Darian. But then also Mrs. Kasha Davis did the showgirl with the bananas on the shoulder. Okay, yeah, no. So she definitely did the best. But Darian, I liked the the where she ripped the ripped the moo off, and then that was that was a very funny that was a very funny reveal. But those are those were my three as far as the uh, the best. Joe, ones. Were, Joe, were you and disappointed then, that your face wasn't on Jimbo's dress when she talked? It about- was, but they didn't show her butt. So, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. Okay. So, and then the last looks. Uh, were the yeah. bag looks? Um, this was my. Where were you? This is my weakest three. category, actually. So uh, I thought that uh, Heidi again was my absolute favorite. I think that she nailed all three categories. So I'm kind of surprised that she was not. And I in Untucked, she kind of was saying that she thought she was in the top. I think she deserved the top on this episode. Um, I thought that Jimbo was great. She kind of looked like Jessica Chastain wrapped like as a lettuce, as a salad. Um, mm. And then. Uh, my other top one, I kind of got that James looked like somebody out of Pee Wee's Playhouse, and I I enjoyed that, so I was all in on that one. <laughs> so those are my okay. three. Um, I would agree with you on Jimbo. I thought Jimbo looked really great, and I, that's one where I was surprised at just how well it was yeah. executed. Um, and I liked Alexis's for Alexis's one where I just wrote like really well. What was executed. she? I, what did she do? For, and that's what I was going to say, but I can't remember what it was. So that's probably not a I good I have sign. Alexis next to it. I have fine. So I think that I was like middle of the road. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, oh, you know what? I'm going to change my answer. I actually loved Lala's look. Oh. Lala with the with the bald and then the, the yeah. cowl neck. Though I don't know what it was made that of. That was the, uh, but the, it's I the thought... stuff that you would put in drawers to kind of have a grip. It's not contact paper, but it's like a grippy, like, yeah okay like shelf paper kind of like but like a grip thing okay i because i thought she just looked beautiful it was a 
if she walked too fast, that would have popped up and she would <laughs> yeah. have seen her panties. But I thought that it was definitely very redeeming from the bag look that she mm-hmm. had had before. Um, and Jessica, another Jessica Wilde, another example of being super, super pretty and just yeah. really great. So what about your least favorite um, On looks? this one, I wanted to tear the train off of Darian's dress. I, it was that foil. I think they're called like emergency blankets or I don't know what they are really. Yeah, like a yeah, fire blanket. I, I, wish, I think that it would have been so much better without that on there. And then unfortunately, I do agree that I thought Mrs. Kasha Davis's was kind of everything and the kitchen sink thrown in. It, it was a pinata around her body. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but Miss, Mrs. Kasha Davis, I audibly gasped. Which came out of shock. I even I'd even seen it earlier when they were making the joke about the piano out of it. I like, yeah. <gasps> yeah, you know, um, candy. I did not like candies. I shouldn't have gasped like that because now I'm gonna oh. cough. Sorry. Can- <laughs> while you're coughing, candies was a um, I I did not respond to that one at all. I, it was a it felt like cardboard with tin foil. It was tough. Yeah, it was just it was so so bad. And um, who was my other one? Uh, I said, Mrs. Kasha Davis, uh, Darian mm-hmm. was horrible, and Candy. Those were my those were my three yeah. least favorite. Um, I thought the wildest critique came from T. S. Madison though, where she is being like, uh, Mrs. Kasha Davis, you have every color, everything on them all. T. S. Look to your left at Jojo Siwa, and tell me that you're not seeing Girl, the exact okay. same thing. I'm sorry, I have to jump in here. You're missing the you. You're dropping the. You're burying the lead, and God bless the editors. Jojo Siwa reads Kasha Davis on the thing and says, and they they hold the camera on her for this reason, you can tell. She's like, <laughs> you look like a, a three-year-old who couldn't decide what to wear to a birthday party. I'm like, is the bitch looking like, she's like, you're using every color in the palette. I'm like, are you, lo- are you looking at you? Are you looking at yeah. you, Jojo Siwa? <laughs> oh, I, just Jojo Siwa almost threw the TV out the window. I'm Sorry. not familiar with her. She came from Dance Moms? From Dance Moms, I think, yeah. Okay. But she's a huge star now. Like, for, for young kids. They love her. Yeah, they're right? all lesbian because of her. Oh, good for her, then. All right, well, yeah. I support all right. her. Groom them. <laughs> yeah. Groom them! <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. But, I, I mean, if, if it takes somebody at that caliber, because I do think that kids having... I, is she bisexual or straight lesbian? I don't know what I, I don't know how I think she she's lesbian. I was making a joke that they're all trained lesbians. I was making a joke that that's what Republicans think. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm here for yeah. it. Turn them all. So, but those those are the looks. Those are the looks. All right, very very good. All right, on the main stage, Jessica Wilde is named the top all star of the week. Meanwhile, Darian Lake and Mrs. Kasha Davis are placed in the bottom two. Later, Jessica Wilde goes up against lip sync assassin Raja O'Hara in a lip sync battle for their legacies. The song Coconuts by Kim Petras. In the end, Jessica Wilde was named the winner of the lip sync, pocketing $30,000 and the right to send one of the girls home. Who did she choose? Mrs. Kasha Davis. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Let's start with Jay Ellis. Uh, I am kind of shocked that they chose that Jessica chose uh, Mrs. Kasha Davis over Darian because it, unless Mrs. Kasha Davis gave a really emotional thing in Untucked, which I didn't get to finish because of the time constraint I was put under. Um, I <laughs> don't know if there was a sob story there, but uh, Darian was, has not performed very well in the competition thus far. So I kind of thought it was her time to go. I'm happy to have her on my TV though, for as long as possible. Uh, Kim Petras, great song. Pe- uh, Coconuts is a kind of energy I want to see for a lip sync on this show. So Happy to have that song in there. And I think we already discussed the lip sync, but the tits did most of the work on this lip sync. And I feel bad because I love Raja O'Hara and I feel like I we barely got her, but she seemed happy to be there. <laughs> yeah. Taylor, the Hotel Boy? I yeah. have a feeling that I have a feeling that Jimbo was like biting their inner cheek because coconuts is such the 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 movement of that would have been Jimbo would have done much better last week than yeah. what she did for what was the song? I didn't know what the song was. She bop, yeah. So um okay so this goes back to the critique i am so sick i know of michelle visage talking about well you just glued things to a corset dress and like with this with this judgment which i wrote fuck off like i actually said that at the tv watching this like you don't 
you know, she, it, it just makes me so mad that they're not doing this to get Michelle's approval. They're doing it, especially when you have two things that were so well executed and she just minimized by going, well, you glued things mm-hmm. to a corset. I have that note. I have a few notes left and that's one of them, which it was like, I could see that critique when it looks sloppy, but it actually looked great on Jimbo. He did an excellent job. And it's, yeah, it's, you fucking try it, Michelle. Thank you. And they're yeah. not on Project Runway. I yeah. mean, this is to get through a challenge. She just glues her ass to RuPaul's ass. Wait, oh. she, wait, I'm sorry. She glues her lips to RuPaul's ass. Oh. No one critiques her. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to edit that joke so it works. <laughs> okay. That would be, th- that would be a good, future queens, you should use that in a roast challenge if you're listening now. And should I have not said that? Because now you won't get you won't get credit for it. Well, no, because it'll be yeah, on the podcast. It. My Ricky Martin joke was used. What was your Ricky Martin joke? When we did the roast of you, I think I made a joke about Taylor saying that his first pride flag was in black and white and then cut to Ricky Martin on some season two years later. And I hear that joke happen. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? You know, I was telling I was telling I can't say on the air what it was. I'll tell you off the air. But I was talking to Jeremy the Dark Knight about him. I go, I think that this person listened to the show and turned it into a TikTok. And he goes, really? But it was so hyper specific. I really do think so. Sorry, go ahead. Good. That's okay. Um, how would you have voted? Would you have voted critique or track record? Because I think both are valid for this far into this. Because we're only this far into the uh, into the game that there really isn't like. We're not. We don't have a Roxy Andrews situation. All Stars Two, where she was in the bottom like six times or whatever. So, which which way would the two of you go? Would you vote Darian or Kasha? Joe, are you okay. ready to answer? Uh, I think my initial thing would, even though it would have killed me because I like Darian, I would have probably voted Darian out. I agree with Jay. I probably would have voted Darian. Just and it's weird, but that's the thing is with me, I would be open and say it varies week to week whether it's emotion or track record. Mm-hmm. And I think this one with because Kasha was safe every week except this week. Um, she admittedly is not a look queen. And everybody's going to always say, I have more to show. It's like, of course you do. Like, you came to the show to do that. So that just has to be out the window. <laughs> I, I have so much more to show. And it's like, yeah, yeah we know. That's the point. Yeah. Well, you'll have fun showing yeah. it on the um, fan fame favorite. Games. Yeah, fan yeah. game. Yeah. Um, And it was clear Wait, Taylor, we talked about we that we didn't really. Oh, I, well, I was going to vote for Kasha, but then you both gave very good arguments, so I would probably vote <laughs> so for Darian too. Um, I, I am very easily <laughs> swayed with things, unfortunately. Um, I think part of the reason that we didn't get as much of Raja O'Hara was it was clear they were there were fun things that had happened that they could not show on yes. TV because there was a couple of times where. One of them would walk up to the other one, and then there was reaction <laughs> shots of everybody yeah. screaming. So whether that was motorboating or licking or whatever it was, I, I think that the best parts of Raja were probably within that interaction with yeah. her and Jessica. I agree. And why did the why did the two eliminated or the two bottom queens get changed? I feel like with unconventional clothes, you don't really want to sit in them because they're probably hanging on by a thread. I mean, Kahana's whole on the last look it wasn't even attached under her taint like it was just flapping in the wind so i think that they were allowed to change for let them go out with some dignity mm-hmm. okay <laughs> okay um okay last thoughts joe do you have any other thoughts joe i didn't watch untuck but i'm very i will watch untuck and i'm very maybe i'll discuss this on Alaska thoughts with Robert later this week, but why did Kasha's speech on the main stage upset Candy so much? I mean, I could see it was kind of a little cringy and try hard, but why did it upset Candy so much? Was that on Untucked? It oh. wasn't. Is it on? Is it mentioned on Untucked? No, it wasn't mentioned on Untucked. Which I was waiting for that to happen. There are reasons for some of the reactions after she leaves, mm. um, which apparently are going to be explored in next week's episode. Oh, um, I don't want to spoil anything, but because for you guys who haven't watched it yet, but there is there is a discussion that happens that was a little that seems to come out of nowhere, but. Uh, Jay, you I will say you had mentioned before, maybe if Kasha had given a very impassioned speech to Jessica, if anything, Jessica's response was she's not fighting for this compared to Darian. Darian seemed okay. much more 
you know, I have a lot more to show. I really want to be here. I'm fighting to be here, all that sort of stuff. And Kasha was very much, if you send me home, that's okay. okay. Oh, interesting. Kind of thing. So now I will say this. I want to give people flowers when they deserve it. I just talked shit into Jojo Siwa, but I will say with her outfit, she understood the assignment, unlike this, the Cockta Megan trainer. Yeah. Jojo so came say, in Jojo's drag. <laughs> like it was full. Jo- Jojo came in drag. Yeah. Get up. Yeah. All right. Any other thoughts here? Have we, have, we, have we finished our thoughts for today? I will say this, and maybe this is the counselor hippy dippy yeah. in me. The fact that Mrs. Kasha Davis changed her motto to it's always there's always time for kindness instead of I thought was a very nice touch yeah. for her because I know when she was on her season, we all made fun of her with the there's always time for a mm-hmm. cocktail. <laughs> so and she's not drinking anymore. So the fact that she was able to change it in a way that really kind of speaks to what we're going to as a community, I thought was was awesome. Great. Shut up, pig. All right. Well, that's going to do it. for. <laughs> For this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap, be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 8. So, for Jay Ellis, Taylor the Latte Boy, and myself, sashay away until next week. Thank you for listening to Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us over at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. You can also watch video versions of the show and more over at youtube.com slash dragracerecap. This podcast was produced by Luke Stamen. Taylor the Latte Boy has another podcast. It's called Pod is My Co-Pilot, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Taylor on Instagram at PIMC Taylor. Follow Joe Batance on Instagram and TikTok at Joe Batance. Special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters, Alex S. Anonymous, April Pacheco, Astute Girl, Brad Coley, Carter McKinnon, Corinna Williamson, Doofus Maximus, E. Smith, Elizabeth Timmer, Emma, Humble Pie, J. Thomas Blank, Jesse Harris, Kathy Zender, Lauren Eckert, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stamen, Mike Yeager, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Robin Egenberger, Runner Brandon, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travi Cosmos, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media Podcast.